best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. All right, welcome to Talking Halos, part of the Blue Wire Network, covering your Los Angeles Angels. I'm here with my co-host, my partners in crime, Jared Timms, and that guy who's negative, Nate Green. Negative, negative Nate. Yes, negative Nate. We're here tonight on this Fantastic. where the Angels have won three out of the first four from the Mariners to actually answer some of your questions. But because I'm selfish... And want my questions answered first, I'm going to ask mine first. So all you fans who just jumped in here with all these questions, you're going to have to wait. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Seriously, you're going to wait. My first question for you guys is very simple. Luis Renjifo, has he earned his place on the major league roster at this point? For good, not just for replacing somebody else, but has he earned his place? Two home runs today. Nate, go. So 
he plays the same position as David Fletcher, which is very tough. I don't think David Fletcher is a shortstop. Uh, Rangifo cannot play third base. He's not a shortstop as well. So you're looking at one of those guys, either platooning those two guys. I think Rangifo has definitely earned a spot to be um, on the major league roster, but it might make more sense to look to trade him or look to trade Fletcher just because one of those guys, like it, it, it's going to be tough for, for both those guys to get consistent ABs and to perform well. So if, if Rangifo gives you something where a team's willing to give you a major league piece for him. It, it might be something you look at if Fletcher's going to get you a major league piece as well. Like it's something you got to look at. I know nobody wants to trade David Fletcher. Nobody wants to trade Luis Rangifo, but I, I just think for what they are, like Rangifo's a, a pretty good hitter, not a good defender. Fletcher is an okay hitter and a pretty good defender. So th- those are the kind of question marks for me, but they both definitely are major league baseball players. Jared. I think we're seeing Luis at his best right now, um, which is good, which is very good. You know, gives you hope for, for next season, for sure. Uh, you, you definitely expect him to be a tick down next year than what he is. And right now he's a slightly above average league hitter, which is cool, you know, which is good for the angels, uh, which actually is probably one of the best hitters on the angels behind, you know, those three guys up at the top. Um, so yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's good. I, I don't, I'd prefer if he didn't start. Um, I'd prefer if he was coming off the bench for sure. That means the Angels got really good this offseason. I don't think that happens though. I think he's your starting second baseman next year, which is fine as well if he's a league average hitter and he's probably going to be a below league average defender there. Um, it'd be interesting to see him as an option at first base uh, because of how he's not a very good defender at second base. Like that's that's how un, like that's how bad he is at second base. To be honest, for me, he's not a shortstop. I don't think he's a third baseman, especially with Rendon coming back possibly this year for all we know. Um, so yes, I do think that he's deserved. He, he definitely deserves a spot and some consideration for a starting spot next year. However, um, I'd love to see him in that, you know, backup role where he can play a couple different positions. Um, but Nate brought it up a couple shows ago. He does play better when he is playing every day rather than getting, you know, um, some days off in between. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not, I wouldn't be upset with him playing second base, but don't expect a lot, right? Like, don't be like L- Luis Renifo is that guy. He's, he needs to be your three hitter next year. Like Luis Renifo is your three hitter next year. The angels are in the same spot again. So um, hope you get a lot better. And Luis Renifo is like your eight hitter next year. And hope he's a league average hitter is your eight hitter. All right, my thoughts on on Renhifo is well, I'll just say that since the Angels have got got him back, well, I think it was 2019, I've been high on him since then. Um, you can go back to old podcasts and you probably see it. The thing with him too is what is what Jared said. He plays better when he plays. It. Was it you? I forget who. I forget who said that. My ADHD just popped in. But it's fine. Um, he is better when he plays every day. He is, and. When he he's earned to me that everyday thing, I also don't think he's as bad defensively as you think he is. That said, Fletcher is a fan favorite. When he's healthy, he hits fairly well. Um, I know he's not Jared, Jared's favorite, but you know who cares if Jared, what Jared thinks? But I mean, I don't know. It's, something's gonna break there because there's some guys coming up 
like a Luis Soto, who happens to be my next question. What has your impression been thus far, just in a game and a half, seeing him, Nate, of Luis Soto? Because I, I did like his whole month today, by the way. Yep. Uh, Jared, Jared and I have talked about Levon Soto a lot. Um, I was a little long. Uh, I told you. It's, it's the Rams game that has messed me all up. I'm surprised you're not coming to me with this question since he's a prospect, but Nate, take it away. Well, because I you're 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 hitting cleanup here. I, right. I already know where Jared's gonna go with this. We've talked a lot about Levon Soto off the record and even on the record a little bit too, but he he's a better version of Andrew Velasquez. He he's gonna pick it really well. He's going to be about a 70 to 80 WRC plus, which is a triple A depth piece, which is exactly what the Angels need. The Angels need a lot more depth pieces. Um, he's probably not a major league or long-term, like on the major league roster for, you know, 162 games. He's probably on the major league roster for 45, 40, 50 games a year up when somebody gets hurt, first guy up, that kind of thing. He could play all over the infield and he's very, very good defensively. Um, but he has shown some life. He, he has thrown some really good ABs together so far, but I think this is just kind of, you know, a guy getting, his first major league taste and hitting the ball really well early. And he's going to go back to what he is here in the next couple of weeks. Well, what is he, Jared? I mean, in double A, he's hitting 281. So it's not awful. I mean, no, can't no, 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 no. Hitting 281, come up and hit 281 in the major league level. But what is, what is Soto? I mean, is he what Nate's describing or is he something a little more than that? I mean, if he's, um, if he's a tick above, and I mean, a big tick above uh, the worst hitter in baseball, then you got yourself something good, right? Like he's going to play very good. He's going to play very, very good defense. Like there's no doubt in my mind, he's possibly the best defender in the org. Like that, like that's, that's saying a lot too. Like there's not too many guys you can say that about. He's a 70 grade, if not better defender. When you speak to scouts, I mean, some scouts might give him like a 65. I know Fangraphs gives him like a 50 and that's just probably because Fangraphs has never seen him. Um, But I, I, I've watched him a lot and he's, he's probably the best defender in, in the org, which is like I said, it says something. Um, This is the first year he's hit uh, with it all being said and done. Um, He's got a beautiful swing. I'll say that Uh, it reminds me of Adrian Placencia for those who know the angels minor league system really like him as well. But um, you know, if he's, if he's a slightly below average league hitter, the 80 WRC plus guy and can play, some of the best defense in baseball, prob- possibly like you got yourself something good there. Like there's, there's value in that. There's, there's definitely something there. Um, he was hitting well, you know, like he's getting, he's putting together good at bats. Um, he's putting together good at bats in rocket city as well. I think he, I think that he, this year he's pretty close to a 15% walk rate, which is impressive and not that much higher in the strikeout uh, category either. So anytime you can get close to strikeouts and walks, you know, together, that's, that's a very good sign as well for any prospect. Um, and yeah, you know, like I said, don't expect a lot, but I mean, if he's one of the better defenders out there and, and he's going to hit a, you know, going to hit two, six, two fifty, two sixty, and get on base three, you know, 35% of the time. And he's not going to hit for a lot of power. You know, he's going to hit a lot of singles like David Fletcher does in a sense, um, harder hit singles, but I mean, it's depth. It's, it's what the angels have lacked. Like. You, there's a reason why they're not pulling it from AAA right now, right? If they if they could, they probably would go down and pull somebody up. But you want to know who's down in AAA to call up right now? Like Kyle Kasser, 
uh, which I'm sure nobody knows who that is. Um, uh, Torrey Hunter Jr., like, not that he's an infielder, but, like, there's a lot of guys in AAA where it's like, if you're calling those guys up, you've had a, had a tough year, and that's where the Angels are. But, yeah, Levon, really like him. He's a good kid, too. So do you agree with Nate on how Nate views him as a 40, 50-year game kind of guy? Or is he is his upside higher than that? I mean, if the bat continues, like if he's going to continue hitting at a 280 pace, like he's going to be a 100 WRC plus who's a good defensive player at second base. I mean, yeah, that probably plays every day. But I mean, is he better than Luis Renifo right now? Probably not. Is he a future shortstop? probably he probably doesn't hit good enough to be a shortstop and you have Anthony Rendon at third base. So um, no, but I mean, like I said, he's good depth. Like it's, it's, I'm hundred percent fine with it. Like this is the first angels infielder that they've called up. I'm not going to count Stefanik like, or anybody like that, that they've actually produced in a sense, like in quite some time, which is, which is really cool. Luis Renifo wasn't drafted or signed by the angels. Um, they traded for him. So, you know, Jared Walsh, I guess. What is your feeling on Stefan now, though? I always wanted to see what he was. That that that's that's where I stood with. Well, Stephon. what is he? Uh, After a year now, I still don't know what he is at the major league level, right? Like he's down in AAA and he's hit and he just won Player of the Month, Player of the Week, uh, whatever it was for uh, Salt Lake. So I I don't know what he is still. Um, if you, I guess maybe flip the script on what David Fletcher is. You know, like he's gonna hit. As valuable, he's going to hit. It always comes back to Fletch. I mean, it's an easy comp. He's going to hit as valuable as David Fletcher is defensively, in a sense, possibly. Um, and he's going to be as bad of a hitter, uh, bad as a defender as David Fletcher is a hitter. So, like you said, flip the script, and in a sense, like yeah, everything's going to come back to David Fletcher. So that's what you're hoping for. But from what yeah. he's shown so far, he's not. He's not a major leaguer as of right now. Like he's. He's a major leaguer on a team that that isn't a World Series team. I mean, undrafted free agent. So tip the cap to the Angels for that one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like undrafted free agent. Like glad, really glad he got here. But like, yeah. if we're honest with ourselves, and you want to win a World Series, he is not on the roster. I love Mikey. He's a great guy too. But yeah, I mean, and you, you could always hope. You know, hmm? I mean, absolutely. Jared Walsh turned ninth round, and he's in the majors. All right. Here we go. Into the questions other people had. Dominic asks, what is the Thice outlook heading into next year? Jared, go first. I like I like Thice. I'm very intrigued into what Matt Thice is. I don't think he has a position, though. Like, I I don't know if he hits enough to be a first baseman. Like, I like his swing. I love what he's done this year. I really, really do. Um, he's not a catcher at the end of the day. Like, I just don't think he's a catcher. Um He's not very good at receiving, I don't think. Like, he's – I don't think he calls a very good game. I think that there's a lot of stuff lacking. And that's only because he hasn't – like, the Angels have tried him at first base. They've tried him at third base. Pretty sure he's played all possibly all three outfield positions. Like, he might have played second base at one point. Like, they've tried him everywhere, and now he's going back to catching again. And um, it's going to take him some time, to be honest. But right now, I just don't think he's a catcher. And uh, – Time's in a sense kind of running out with him too, you know, like you're going to take up a 40 man spot with him still. Uh, you're going to need a backup catcher. Is he a, is he a backup catcher next year? Are you putting him in triple a, is he your first baseman? If Walsh is on the IL, you know, like you can find a right-handed hitting um, first baseman as well to platoon with him. Uh, it, it's, it'll be interesting to see. It wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if Dice wasn't around that come uh, 
come when they bring everybody off the 40 man and, and or take put everybody back on the 40 man i know it's going to be it'll be really interesting to see what they what they do here in a couple months after the season with everybody so nate yeah hard to agree hard to disagree with jared there i mean dice doesn't really have a position and it, it is kind of unfortunate how the angels screwed him up as blunt as that is like to draft a catcher in the first round say hey you're not a catcher. And then two years later, Hey, actually you are a catcher. Oh, and just go back and forth and just like, Oh, he's going to hit because you know, that's just who he is. It's like, no, like this guy needs to be in a routine. He needs to know where he's going to play every day. Um, and that's what made him so successful at Virginia. He was a guy who was knew he was going to catch every single day and he was going to, he was going to play and hit, you know, anywhere third to fifth in the lineup when they were a national championship team. So I feel bad for him. I, I just don't know if there's really a spot for him. And like Jared said, the, the 40 man is going to get interesting. You know, Chris Rodriguez is going to come off that Canning's going to come off the, uh, the 60 day IL and um, Velasquez is going to come off that. Cause they just put him on there. So there's going to be five or six spots that are going to have to be taken away. And I would be shocked if Thice is not one of those, those guys who gets the short end of the straw. He's 27 years old. He's 27 years old, and I would say at 27 years old, it, it kind of reminds me a little bit of of Taylor Ward, and that it took Taylor Ward a while to figure out what they're going to do with him. But with Taylor Ward, they found a position for him. I don't know if they're going to find a position for Thice. First base is a possibility if Jared Walsh comes back next year and, and doesn't bounce back from this this year, then you're thinking, okay, well, maybe he can take first base. But he's only hitting 268 at AAA. And 77 games, not a whole lot of games, 10 home runs, put that for a full season, that's 20. You know, that's that's reasonable, but it's not what we thought he would be. Again, 27 years old. Man, I agree with Nate here. Then they really messed him up. I remember 2019, him coming back then thinking, okay, this is the guy we were looking at. He was hot in the minors at the time, and, and this is a guy who – we think has a great future up here. And then you haven't heard much from him in the last three years. It's a shame. And I, 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 I like that. It's, it's tough to say. Tough to say. Uh, Spencer has two questions. We'll go with the, the Bachman question first. Sam Bachman as a prospect has changed a lot. Many, including me, believe he's a bust already. The drop in velocity is scary and a real issue. I'd like to hear both Nate and Jared on this. Well, apparently he doesn't want to hear me. So, Nate, go. Um, I, I do not think Sam Bachman is a bust right now. I think it's way too early to call him a bust. Do I think he's a starting pitcher long-term? I do not. I, I think that he could be a really, really, really elite back, at, back end of the bullpen type of guy. I think you're looking at someone, this is a terrible comp, because I know people are going to take this way out of context. But, and Jared's no. already looking at me, and Jared's already looking at me like, don't say it, but... He could be. He's not looking at you, by the way. He's the, looking down. The right-handed Josh Hader um, for the Angels. Like he could be that guy who comes oh. in throwing 90, 98 to one hundred and one out of the pen for two innings, um, and then maybe turns into the closer of the team. Um, fastball slider, it's it's good. The changeup is. It depends on the day. Sometimes it's really good. Sometimes it's it's not. Um, so that's why I think he he fits perfectly in the back end of the of the uh, bullpen. The back is an issue, of course, um, that, that needs to heal. I think that's, that that's gotta be something where he needs a full off season 
um, to, to kind of rehab it and get right. But I, I don't want to give up on Sam Bachman. It's only been a year and a half, like it barely a year and a half. So I, I don't think he's a bust. I just not sure if he's def, if he's a starter for sure. Jared. First off, take it back to the Matt Dice uh, question. Angels took Dice in the first round. Um, went complete underslot there with him. They took uh, Brandon Marsh in the second round, and then they took Chris Rodriguez in the fourth. So overslot, overslot there. Speaking of money, um, which is always fun to think about with the draft. Uh, on to Sam Bachman, who was another underslot guy. Speaking of that, talk to me next year about Sam Bachman. Um, when I'm right next year and he's pumping 95 and 97 and has a wicked slider and the changeup's working again um, because he's fully healthy, uh, everybody's going to be like, oh, Sam Bachman was who we thought he was going to be. Um, and Jared's going to get left behind us. Um, I, 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 I think he's, I think he's a starter. I think he's working on command right now. I don't think he's fully healthy. Um, he's sitting 92, 94. The slider is good. Actually speaking of that, like two sliders, by the way. So he's technically realistically, he has four pitches. He's got, he's got a slider that more of a cutter and he's got the slider. It's more of a, um, has more depth in it, more of a curveball. So, um, if you want to call it a four pitch mix, you can, um, in a sense, uh, the changeup is interesting. It flashes, uh, the good, I'd like to see it, you know, have a little bit more depth, but, uh, he's got the right arm action. It's, it's very, it's very Patrick Sandoval like, uh, which is why Patrick Sandoval has one of the best changeups in the game right now. And yeah, I, I fully trust the angels with, with pitching right now and what they've done with pitching. So definitely not a bust. Don't don't think down about Sam Bachman. He's going to be up in a lot of people's uh, prospect lists. I think the lowest that he'll possibly get is six. If he gets lower than that, um, people haven't seen people haven't seen very much of him or don't see a lot of upside in him still. So um, yeah, don't uh, don't sleep on Sam Bachman at all. I think next year is uh, we'll we'll see him back again. I hope he's back in Rocky City. Uh, however, I'd like to see him in AAA just so we can get stat cast data on him. But uh, that's just me being selfish. All right. So no one asked my opinion on this. So, what is your opinion? But I'm going to give it anyways because I don't care. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go general on this. Every player in the majors, have, have they have their off years. I mean, you can even go to Mike Trout. Mike Trout, in my view, even with all the hormones he has this year, is going to be the first time in a long time that he's going to hit under 300 unless he gets really hot in these next two weeks. You know, everybody has her off year. Everybody has her injuries. And I think given where he was drafted, given the stuff he has, give the guy a break. You know, if he comes back next year and he's he's where he's struggling at certain points this year, then, okay, we start talking about that. But it's too early. I mean, it's one year. And there are going to be years things just don't go your way. Jason, uh, Verlander, Verlander. Down in Houston, he's been great for most of his career, but even the great Verlander, he's he's had his rough year. He's had an occasional off year. There was a time where we thought he was done in, yeah. in Detroit. Yeah. Like you were you like, know, oh, Justin gone. Verlander, you're like, well, yeah. okay, he's you know, 11, 12, 13 losses, not his best. And you just never know. And I it's the same for the next question. I'm, I'm gonna start this one. Um, how the angels going up on Joe Dell? He's again consistent playing time and is sharing starts with roster fillers. And then another question goes, who do you think is the higher upside and who do you think would be a better player, Moniak Riddell? Okay, I'm going to say the same thing. And we've mentioned it numerous times. Joe Riddell has gotten screwed hard, like bent over a table. That's inappropriate as all can be, but it's not 
wrong. They've been batting him back and forth, down and up, down and up, down and up. And even now, he's not getting rid of the playing time. But here's the thing. They trade Brandon Marsh. They don't trade him. They kept him, and they called him up. That tells you they haven't given up on him. He deserves more playing time. If they want to know what's more, you got to get this guy every day. But if they give given up on him, then guess what? He's not there. They had the chance to trade him. And they probably could have got a better prospect for him. And if you look at their numbers and look at their overall, you know, put them side by side, Adele's are better. So I would say Adele right now, given all the tools he has, has a much higher, much higher upside than Moniak. Tell me I'm wrong. That's okay. Nick, go. Um, so I don't think the Angels have given up on Joe Adele. I think one thing that people kind of forget when, when talking about what the Angels are doing right now, Phil Nevin, he's trying to prove to Major League Baseball that he is a Major League Manager. He is. Like, that's what he wants to do. He is. He has interviewed for man- managerial jobs before. That's something he wants to do. That is why he got into coaching, most likely, because he wants to be a manager. So he is trying to do whatever he can to put – Guys on the field to win games so he can, you know, if he gets an opportunity to, to uh, interview for the Angels head coaching job or for the manager job, he can say, hey, look what I did with what, what you gave me. Or if if another team has an opening and he interviews for that, he can be like, hey, this is what they gave me. This is what I had to do to win games. We took three or four from Seattle or we took four from Seattle when it, when it counted. Um, we took this series, we took that series, you know, like that's, that's part of what he's doing right now. I think Perry's doing the same thing. I think Perry, not too many people are thinking that Perry's job is on the line. I think Perry's job's on the line with new new ownership coming in. Perry's job is a hundred percent on the line. He has got to do whatever he can to prove to new ownership. This is what we, this is what we have. And this is what we've been able to do with what we've had. So I don't think they've given up on Joe Adele, but they, they have to show something to whoever it is they're trying to impress, whether it's new ownership, whether it's um, a potential managerial job. And I think that's what Phil Nevin and Perry Manassian are doing. They're trying to show other people like, hey, look, he might not be where he's at right now, but we're not trying to push him into um, complete failure where he just doesn't want to play anymore. So I, I do think that it is an issue. I think that he should be getting every day at, at bats and just, you know, trying to trying to hit his hit his way out of this thing. But uh, Mickey Moniak, number one overall pick. I personally don't think he should have gone number one in that draft. I know Jared probably disagrees with me on that. Um, he does have upside, obviously. Like whenever you're you're a number one overall pick at a high school or a top five pick at a high school, you have upside. Both him and Joe Adele have a lot of upside. I think you're seeing Moniak at his best right now, kind of like we talked about with Rangifo. So people are going to be a little bit more high on Moniak because they didn't see what he was in Philadelphia. They didn't see the 140 and 25% strikeout rate. So everyone's going to be super high on him right now. But when you look at what Joe Adele has done in the minor leagues, he has done some things where it's like, hey, this guy can hit. Somewhere he has been able to hit. He has been able to hit in double A and triple A. So he he can hit. It's just, are we going to, to be fair to him and give him enough AP? So I'm not willing to write him off yet, but I just think that that is a big thing that's going on right now is you got Nevin and, and Manassian trying to prove to other people like, hey, if I get fired, look what I did. Or if I don't get fired, I get to keep this job. This is why I deserve to keep this job. Jared. I don't know if I can kind of top that or not, but um, yes. Um, as far as 
Mickey Moniak and Joe Adele go very similar, very similar careers so far. I haven't had a lot of, not that, not even that they haven't had a lot of success at the major league level. They haven't been given that opportunity at the major league level. Mickey Moniak has been, is been given that opportunity now and he's doing what he can, you know, um, he's shown what he's, why he was a first round pick, why he was number one overall pick, you know, he might not be playing to, you know, the caliber of other number one overall picks, but he's showing that he can be a major league baseball player and he does not need to sit in, sit in AAA anymore. Um, Joe Adele still hasn't gotten that opportunity. I'm still going to, I'm going to stand by that too. You know, I think when Brandon Marsh got traded, we talked about it, you know, that Joe Adele could hit 20 home runs this year if, if he gets the opportunity to finish off the season. Still hasn't gotten it. So I, I just, you know, I'm still waiting to see what Joe Adele can be. You know, everybody's going to be, everybody's down on the defense. Everybody, you know, we know he lacks baseball. You know, we know he lacks that baseball instinct, you know, and, and that's something that can't be taught. That's something that has to be learned. And you think that, you know, you might be able to learn that at the, you know, at the AAA level or whatever. Angels haven't been able to produce any type of hitting in the past 10 years. So I, think- I, I don't know, you know, I, I would love to see Joe Adele get an opportunity, um, but Mickey Moniak showing what he can do right now. So he's, he's, throw, he's, he's flourishing with, um, with opportunity he's been given. So uh, I'd love to see Joe Adele get the opportunity, but I just, I don't know if he, if he does or doesn't at, at this point, you know, we might see him. I don't know if he gets traded, but man, like the value has just gone way down. And um, I, I'm like I said, I still think that he, he deserves an opportunity to play, you know, um, even if he ends up like he is the op- he is the upside of being like Justin Upton was with Detroit. You know, he, he has a chance to be a very good baseball player. But, you know, when you're not given the opportunity, you can't do it. So, I mean, I just kind of wish they would let him be like, listen, leave him in AAA the whole year. Instead of pull him up later, let him get the everyday at bats, the everyday work. And right now he's not getting the everyday work. Like pick one. This is how things have been his, virtually his entire career for the last four years. Back when he was a top 10, not top 200 prospect. I just kind of wish they would just give the guy a chance to play every day for the whole season at the AAA level or leave him up and let him play every day at this point. You know, and of course, if Shohei's not DHing, you could say, well, he's not a fielder, put him in DH. It's going to work there. But that's not the case. So are we going to hurry? We're getting short on time. Uh, this is from Manuel. Where is Alejandro Hidalgo? He hasn't pitched for months. I guess this is a Jared question. Go, Jared. Yeah, he's uh, he's hurt, obviously. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I got nothing else. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's I, have no more, I have no more that I can say on that front. He's hurt. Um, it's nothing. They, sh- they shut him down. Like, it's, it's okay. as simple as so, that. No, no surgery. No surgery or anything like that. Um, they just shut him down for the year. Okay, so we're hurrying up because we're getting short on time. Um, here's the here we go. This will be a quick question. Sad Angels fan says, "Sad Angels fan, are we all? Do you do the Angels get bought this off season? Nate, yes. go. Yes. Jared. Yeah. Derek. Yes. Okay. So here we go. Who would you, who would you see to be the next manager of the Angels? This is Lone Star Patriot. <sighs> Can I be unfair to this guy? 
can can I be unfair and say that we, just we really we really need to wait till the next podcast because I think that's one that's going to take a lot more time to digest and get into because there's so much that you can go through with this. You can say is Perry the GM? Is Perry not the GM? Uh, because well, I can that answer that question. Things. Yes. If if they if they get a new owner, I could easily see the new owner saying, "Perry, you're gone. Let me hire my new guy." And then he hires his new manager. So that's what I'm saying. I think we get, I think we wait till next time. Sorry to him. Um, but I think that's quite best for um, I think the last two questions I think are, are going to take a whole podcast. Um, the other one is what is your free agent wish list? Well, depends on who the owner is. So how about that? We'll, we'll do the, the, we'll do the, uh, the manager question first. Matter, matter of fact, guys, I kind of think we should just wait probably a month or so. To see what happens with ownership before you go tackle these questions again. No, no, Joe and Lone Star Patriot, I know that's something he answer you want, but to me, we'd be wasting everybody's time if we answer those questions now because right now we all think this team's getting sold. So, um, let's let me ask this last question, guys, and then we're gonna get out of here. Right now, with the Angels now taking three out of four, we're waiting to see in the fourth game tomorrow. If you're the Angels, and we got two weeks left in the season here, roughly. What are your goals for this team heading down these last couple of weeks? What do you think should be the goal at this point, Nate? I mean, I think one of the goals that is what they're doing this week, I think it's playing spoiler. They play Seattle and they play Minnesota. They have an opportunity to play spoiler against both those teams. Both those teams thought that they were playoff teams going into September and for, for the Angels to go out and win both those series and, and potentially knock these guys out of the playoffs, that, that's absolutely a goal for them. Um, I think the other goal is is to finish healthy. I think um, Mike Trout, seeing him play the rest of the year and finish healthy, uh, see Rendon come back, serve his suspension, and, and play healthy. I, I think those are are the biggest goals for the Angels right now is play spoiler and, and get healthy. Sure. If I was a basketball fan, I'd say lose every game, but um, we're not basketball fans here. Um, yeah, I I, I, um, I, I want to see Shohei Otani just – go absolutely ham I, I that that's that's what i hope i hope you know the team kind of rallies around shohei and mike trout's having a fantastic year by the way too but um whether it's mvp whether it's cy young talk i hope the team um the organization in general just rallies around shohei otani and and you know can really help him out you know three more wins would be that'd be fun um three more really good outings pitching wise would be really more really really fun and five more home runs would be really really fun i know we don't have to get into it, but uh, man, dude, Aaron Judge is unbelievable as well. So uh, it, it it's it's crazy. Lots of good baseball to watch these next yeah. two weeks, and yeah. not just including Angels baseball. Here's my thing: as we get out of here, my point of view is play every young kid you got every day. Get Adele out there every day. Get Moniak out there every day. Get get these guys out there every day. No more no more platooning. Get Soto's up now. Play Soto every day. Play Rahifo every day. Give those guys these two weeks to really see mentioned pitching every day, to get a chance to work with them every day and see what you got. At this point, it helps you lose more games anyways. And you're getting these guys some mentioned experience that will be priceless to them. I know you were about service days, this, this, and this. Every day, play these guys. Play them um, and see what you got. That, that to me, is the biggest, biggest thing. It's the biggest lack that we're going to be talking about. Adele not getting playing time and so, all right. So follow Jared at Jared underscore Tim's follow Nate 
Green at Nate Green 34. Follow me at DC Paul. Not that I ever post anything on Twitter because I'm bored and I don't have any time. But nonetheless, most importantly, follow Talking Halos. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a review. Five star reviews are great. Low star reviews are not great. So email us first and see what give us some feedback and say we'd really appreciate that at talkinghalos.com. And in the meantime, we're out of here. Have a great one. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.